you care to take a guess at how many pages there are on the Red Hot Chili Peppers wiki? Ooh. Oh, there's got to be a few. Um, there's definitely a few, yeah. Is it like, is it surprisingly high? I'm going to go... It's gonna, surprising, I'll say that. Is it like 40? No, it's more than that. Okay, hundreds. <coughs> Bless you. Two, it's in the hundreds. Two hundred, oh, okay, hundred and oh, I'll go 140 then. I'll add 100 to my guess. No, it's 335. Oh my God. Why is there that many pages? Well, if you think every song's got its own... No, every song does not have its own page, does it? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's where all the lyrics are. Oh, okay. I thought it was like every single song had like a... No, if there's interesting information about the song, it's on there too. Okay, okay. But majority of the time, it's just It just says this song was written and was yeah, released, yeah, yeah, released yeah. on this album. And it tells you what the next song in the album is or what the next single was, wow. that kind of thing. So there's, there's a lot of albums, so there's a lot of songs, and then every person has their own page, so anyone who's been involved, things like that. Yes, all like 10 members or whatever. Yeah, they can really cycle through them. We'll pick bits and pieces of that for... Uh... For sure, but we're going right back to the beginning, the very, very start. Yeah, here we are. We're finally doing a special. I know. Well, what does that mean, Ewan? What, what's, what is... Pray tell, what, what are we doing here? What's Just going on? Doing something a little bit doing. Do, doing something, doing something a, little a little bit, bit doing. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant to say. Doing something a little bit different, you know, breaking yes. from the format that we've cultivated over the last 21 episodes. And by this point, over a year. Exactly, yeah. We yeah. hit our one year anniversary. So happy birthday, us. Music is a dead scene. Yeah. Uh, did we hit it in the last episode? Well, our very I first did, episode came out on the 10th of October. So this... So the so, last episode came out on like the what the the sixteenth. Yes. So yeah. So maybe we need to. We should have edited that. We in. should have had happy birthday. We could do that later. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were we were pretty tired and it was of, the evening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you we were all we were all full. We on, mentioned it like ten times. We're all full on crisps and snacks. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So anyway, yeah. So happy birthday, Mian. Uh, so we were celebrating with obviously doing a little special. Um. This will be every other week. Yes, so you'll yeah. get a podcast every week. Way that's exciting. I know. And in the future, there's a chance these may be paid for episodes, depending on yeah how we want to approach it. Sometimes it might not be. Sometimes maybe, but maybe. we'll see. So yeah, so we are going to. We have listened to every Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Mm-hmm. Why do we choose Red Hot Chili Peppers? Maybe maybe that's a good. Oh, um, because I think, for my money, they're probably one of the worst like super mega popular famous bands would you say going. overrated then sure. oh yeah not yeah, worst okay. I, I don't know if they're the worst i said one of one of yeah, yeah. but they're definitely yes, okay overrated. i think i think they are overrated yes and they're easily our most slandered band on this podcast they're quite, far and away they're quite easy to make fun of yes i find anyway so this is an experiment into hmm are they as bad as we think yeah or could we change our own mind mm-hmm. and actually like them or potentially at least see it from the other the other yeah, side? Yeah, I think if... See it from the other oh, side. Oh, there. Yeah, very good. I can't believe I had to point that out. Anyway, so yeah. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be torture for us or is this just going to be us trying to prove a point, but we'll, Who knows? we'll find out. Well, what is your history with Red Hot Chili Peppers? Like, how do you um, feel about them? We know I have, you know, I, they're my, my go-to kind of <laughs> band to make fun of. It's yeah. fairly easy for me. So for me, I mean, I, obviously, I've gone through a Red Hot Chili Pepper phase. 
Well, and I think a lot of people listening. I think we have. all did. Yeah, yeah. I'll even admit I did that as well. But yeah, yeah, and I could probably still pick out like five or six songs that I I genuinely do enjoy. Mm-hmm. I don't the None of them are on these albums. I don't think. Um, giving the game away. No, I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I think they do have some good stuff. I think they do. Uh, Anthony Kiedis is just terrible, like, and and it really really bothers me that. The, the structure of a Red Hot Chili Peppers song seems to go, you know, drum, bass and guitar doing something really interesting and then nothing else interesting after that. And the reason seems to be because they've just said, Anthony Kiedis, you, you're just, you just go for it. So they just keep this Left nice little, yeah, yeah. yeah, they just keep this nice little thing that they're doing, this little riff or this little, you know, rhythm and, and it sounds really good, but it never ever evolves into anything, never changes because it's just Anthony Kiedis losing his shit. And that's what really bothers me about them is it seems like they have the potential to be like just a really, really interesting band. But instead, they're now just relying on Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. So I want to love them. And there's a few songs that I do, but it's just, yeah, they just fall on their face for me a little bit. Yeah. Especially in these earlier ones, yeah. for sure. Was it, yeah. a, was it a teenage thing for you? Oh, yeah, you it liked would have been. Yeah, 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 it would have been. Yeah. But I have seen them live. We've talked about that, yeah. Um, and it was very disappointing. Very disappointing. That would have been, what album would that have been on? I think it was the Dark Necessities yeah. album, mm-hmm. I think. One with the bear. Well, the one with all the animals. There's loads of animals oh, on sorry. it. Yeah, the bear takes up little, quite a lot of the... Yeah, there's a little girl walking on the street and there's like a bear and a raccoon and like a bird and all that kind of stuff. So I think it was around about that album. Do you think that represents each band member? I couldn't give a shit. I don't know. We've listened to every single song on every studio album. Yeah, we've skipped the special albums, so we haven't done the extras and stuff. Not, yeah, we haven't done bonus tracks, we haven't done... Live the, versions. Yeah, I don't know if there's any songs that have cropped up on like greatest hits that weren't actually included yeah. in albums and stuff like that we don't know we don't care yeah Studio that's not albums, what we're here baby. for that's what they're about i don't no. know why it's it's only that but i feel like that was just the easiest option yeah pretty much so yeah. we're doing how many first first four in this episode so yeah this this episode will be um their debut self-titled debut well freaky, freaky styly no, yeah uplift mofo party plan, plan and mother's milk, mother's milk. <laughs> so when you say self-titled it's not really self-titled is it no. Not technically. Should we get into that? Yeah. it's They used to be called The Red Hot Chili Peppers, didn't they? They did. Around and, about this time. And at that time, this album was self-titled. <laughs> <laughs> so now so now the just Red Hot Chili Peppers' first album is called The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Forever now. Yeah. And um, it was August the 10th, 1984. What? So we're not born yet. Yeah. We're not born yet. That's very true. Producer was Andy Gill. Yes, the guitarist of Gang of Four. Yeah, he he does a couple, does he? I no, I feel like oh, these right, first okay. four sure. albums are all produced by different people. Nah, they're just dipping their toes in, aren't they? Yeah, you know, finding who they like, who they want to work with. I yeah. think I think that's a a good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, who's in who's in the band at this point then? Because I don't. It's not the classic. It's Red not. Chili it's lineup. not. So it is because you've got Anthony Kiedis doing the lead vocals and Flea doing mm-hmm. the bass, and they are there to stay yeah your best friends or mates or whatever they're going nowhere they are the two consistent members of yeah they are yeah exactly um of of the chilies and uh on guitars got jack sherman very good and cliff martinez on drums Ooh, they don't come back i don't think no and they were they were enlisted because founding member hillel slovak who does come back later on he does yes 
decided to leave along with the band's founding drummer, Jack Irons, before the album was recorded. So yeah. I think they are included well, on some writing credits. They are, yeah. Most yeah. of the It says here, most of the songs were written in 1983 with founding members Hillel Slovak and Jack Irons and earlier versions of the songs appear in their 1983 demo. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're not talking about demos and stuff. So, yeah. you know, you know, you can go and find that if you want. That's got the original members. Yeah. Um, like truly, truly original members and writers. But yeah, they don't, they don't show up on the recordings. They decided to leave the band. It doesn't really say why. It just says they decided to leave the band. Anthony Kiedison Flea hired Jack Sherman and Cliff Martinez to record the entire album. They wrote a few more songs together and toured with them after the album was released. Fair enough. You'll find people just decide to leave this band quite often. I think that's going to come up yeah, as well. But you'll also tend to find there's not really publicised reason as to why, I feel. I guess when you're... They were probably quite small at this point. So it's like, who's who's, well, who's asking them? Like, I, who cares? Uh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> oh, that guy left. I said, oh, do, you, do you want to know why? No, not, not really. Yeah, they weren't exactly getting interviewed by, yeah. you know... Enemy or anything. It says in the last line of this Wikipedia entry, this album has been credited as the first release from the funk metal genre. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. That's my comment. How do you feel about them being labelled as funk metal in this F- early period? Funk? Fine. Sure. I'll give you funk. Yeah. Metal? No. Funk rap? Yeah. Bit, bit hip-hop, maybe? Bit of hip-hop. Definitely hip-hop They influences. really try... Yeah, oh, two he, different they do degrees of success. Yes, um, but metal? No, I wouldn't. No, have, I wouldn't have said so at all. No. Right. So, have we done the? Should we? Is that the context for uh, the yeah. debut? Yeah, sure. They're a band. They've got some members. Some members left. We've Here got they some are. New members. We've never heard anything from them before. So it's like this is your, your chance to shine. You know, yeah. unless your you're big. Unless big you're release. in LA and you're in the LA scene, you know. Oh yeah, they're just Hollywood they're scene staples, and you're yeah. yeah. Um, album artwork, terrible. It's uh, it's a bit kind of all over the place. It looks like if you put three D glasses on, it would jump out. At you. <laughs> yeah. You know? What how, what even is it? It's like a is it a cartoon of Anthony Kiedis? It could be. It kind of looks like it should be. Yeah. But it's like a weird Cyclops graffiti version. There's a bass there with only three strings. Oh yeah. Well yeah. There might be one on the bottom. Uh, Can't yeah. quite tell, but it's such a bad drawing. You can barely make out the words "Red Hot Chili Peppers." The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Sorry, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Okay, so should we go through the track listing yes. one by one? What's up first? It's called True Men Don't Kill Coyotes or Coyotes. How do you pronounce Kill it? Coyotes. How do you- I, I would always, I would always said coyote, but then I don't know. Is it Those in the US would say, would say coyote. coyote. Okay, so fair we'll, we'll do that. It does, to um, be fair, coyote as a, like, reading it makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so true men, what is it? It's true like men don't, don't kill coyotes. Kill coyotes. Um, that was is, a single. What does that fucking mean? <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? I, well, yeah, I'm not being funny, but do most be, people not kill coyotes? I would like to think that most people don't, yeah. unless they're actually posing unless a threat. Just like a weirdo. Yeah, just likes to go out and kill coyotes. So, what do you think uh, of the yeah, song? Strange. Um, my note for this song. You have one note, do you? Uh, I, it's just one line. Nice. Uh, it's not even a line. It's um, not much about it. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't much about it. <laughs> my my notes consist of loads of reverb. Yeah, oh, it was... You, you are swimming in that reverb-y. song. It's got that kind yeah. of like, for some reason, it's like an, got an acoustic-y twang. It um, does. It is kind of twangy, kind of... Not yeah, plinky which, plonky, which, I've, but... which I've put as, like, as a surprise, as a start 
like the very first song that they ever like put on a studio album it's like yeah. not really what you would expect you would want for me anyway you would want that to be like nice and clean and like here's what we're doing mm. this is what we're all about here's what we can do yeah not like drown it out with no. reverb and shouting and all that kind and of like stuff, a very you know? very thin bass as well like surely the like and that doesn't maybe they maybe hadn't realized this by this point but sh- the bass is the star of the show and that does not continue no. like there is songs later on where it's like almost all flea but that one isn't yeah that one's just loud and it's a bit wall of sound it, it almost and feels it's just too much but sloppy like a sl- it just feels yeah. sloppy it's, do you think that they recorded this live or do you think they did bit by well, bit? Well, uh, 1984, possibly. Like then, yeah, yeah they, they had, they kind of, I think they had the technology to not do it live, but probably bands around that time were probably still doing bits and pieces live. Yeah. And maybe, it's probably Maybe cheaper. doing the singing after the fact or something like that. Yeah, but it's also probably cheaper because then you only have to pay for one studio session yeah. for a song. Yeah, um, and if you're a real band, you can do it live, you well, know. Of course, That's yeah. the whole ethos. We've never done that, have we? No. In any of our bands? No, we can't afford it. Well, we're not good enough to be able to well, afford the amount of takes it would nah, <laughs> require. I suppose. So yeah, uh, the three minutes and 40 seconds of not very much. Not very much. That's Cameron's review. Right, yeah. track two, Baby Appeal. Um, it's also three minutes and 40 seconds, which was interesting. Oh, okay. Um, Is that the most interesting thing about this song? Yeah. Um, this was a very hip hop. This one felt the most hip hop so far, obviously. I've, I've put, been only two tracks in. Yeah, but. I put Kiedis is doing a very bad imitation of like early rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That will come up again, I'm sure. Yeah, th- this was definitely them trying to kind of be like, look, we're kind of we're kind of old school, kind of yeah. hip hop, kind of you know that kind of thing. Which okay, stop though. Yeah, it's it's bad. Like uh, what I've got, I've got, I've got some lyrics down here. Do you want me to do it in the style that he's doing? Uh, please. But here's a funky fact that I know is real: the red huts have baby appeal. What is baby appeal? <laughs> I don't that's my other note. What the fuck is baby appeal? Whatever it is, I don't want it. And I don't think it's a good uh, no. thing that grown men should have it. Fair. Yeah, I think that's... I, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. What, like, what's baby appeal? Yeah. Are they trying to make it a thing? It's also very slow and like... It was a bit lethargic. Ah, just a bit. It's like he's not quite sure of himself. Yeah. guys, I want to rap, but I don't think I can rap. So can we do a kind of... You know, should we slow it down? I think what we'll find is that he'll come into his own voice a little bit more yeah. in like six albums time. I know it's... Yeah. But this early period, he's like like that very old, early yeah. hip hop stuff, yeah. which just does not suit. No, it's not. It's not definitely <laughs> suit, not the best. Suit any of this music. I mean, how could it... What would make it a bit better though? Uh, I don't know. I don't think speeding it up would have helped. I don't think the tempo change <laughs> Maybe, have, I don't know. It. it just feels like it... But like kind of what we're saying, like they're getting out of the way and they're simplifying the songs so that Hedis can do, yeah. you know, the rap and the and, and be the you know, star. It's like, that's really not the draw. Yeah, it's not helping. And also his lyrics, they don't need space. You know, he's not really saying much. No. Which maybe is a little bit harsh, but it, it, a lot of the time it doesn't make sense about stuff. Also, they got their nickname wrong. Why? They're not the, the Red, Red Hots. Hots. No. Who's Either. ever called them the Red Hot? Unless you're like a diehard fan. <laughs> Oh, because you, you know what I mean. Because you love Baby Appeal. You yeah. love well, first, actually, no, on well, Baby actually, Appeal. I mean, they're, my favorite album is actually their first album, yeah. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I love the Red Hots. They have Baby Appeal. Anyway, not a great name for a song. Not a great song. Yeah. Right, number three. This is Buckle Down. Yeah. This is... Uh, this is an instruction for the audience for this episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it was very, very um, 80s. 
very sort of oh yeah sure sure this is like the yeah the, you gotta work you gotta grind and you gotta work for stuff and you know yeah yeah, yeah. i've I, the only notes i've got seem to be about the instrumentation for some reason i, I seem to be tuning out anthony kiedis by this point mm. for me I, I wrote this is a very this is one for the crowd oh okay is, fair uh, I, I felt this was quite a crowd yeah crowd song i th- i think it, i think this song feels more cohesive I, I put the reverb is better there's some okay interplay between the instruments but the guitar solo is like way too loud all right yeah that's fair i've listed this song as as passable nothing too egregious so there's not many lyrics actually so it just say uh, it oh, starts it? with okay. a ha <laughs> which happens a couple of times yeah um, on the ice no holding my soul i want men not mice no stop in my throat ha Get this, Reds are back bills, work or play ball or just turn me loose. I know what's fight in life. You better buckle down. Don't give up your fight in life. You better buckle down. Two days with might in life. You better buckle down. Leave dreams tonight in life. You better buckle down because I know what's right. Oh, very good. You know, that's very much it. All right, well, that's nothing like... mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, do you know what? In, in, In the scale of cringe, that's on the okay end yes. like it's yeah. cringe but it's not yeah you know the previous song True. all right okay track number four here we go this is the first single from this album ah this so we so, get up and jump yeah and then truman was after this so because it? because there's a because it's a single there's a little bit of information on their wiki about oh okay cool interesting um, so there's three versions of this song oh there's the third song on the band's demo uh the fourth song on the album Mm-hmm. And a dance mix. There's a dance mix? A dance How could the song get mix? more dancey? I don't know, but it can. <laughs> uh, it's the fourth track and lead single from the debut album. It was released as a single with its A side, including a remixed version of the song dubbed Dance Mix. B side, including a remixed version of Baby Appeal. Oh. Um, so, yeah, also dubbed The Club Mix. So there's oh, the dance okay. mix of Get Up and Jump and, and the, the Club, club mix. mix of Baby Appeal. Two very different. Um, no music video. styles. Yeah, no music video has been made for the single. Instead, they recorded a music video for True Men Don't Kill Coyotes. It also appears on the compilation album What Hits, being the only track from the debut album, along with True Men Don't Kill Coyotes. Fascinating. So, yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. There's what do you think of Get Up and Jump? This is the one where like it's very flea heavy. Yeah. Yeah, this is like fleas. Like, whoa, here I am. I think this might be one of the only tracks on the album that I actually enjoy. Yeah. To, wanna, to an extent, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Do you remember how many times they say the word jump? No. Okay. How many times was it? I, I did put some real deep lyrics was one of my notes. So I, I think I've counted the jump as. Jump, yeah. Yeah, so it's like get up and jump, get up and jump. Just jump, a jump, a jump, a jump. A, oh, right? yeah, so yeah. So I've counted right, okay. those because they're so jump. Oh, that's jump. fair, okay. 51 times. <laughs> Please feel free to listen to the song and correct me if that's wrong, of yeah. course. I've, I, do you know what I've put? I said it's... It's a lot better when he's singing fast, so you can't hear the ridiculousness. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. One thing I didn't like was the way, in the, I think it's a chorus, it says, jump a boy, jump a girl. Oh, no. But it's jump a boy, and then jump a girl. Oh. So I don't know if that's like a typo, or uh, if he maybe. wants to. He's probably make, trying to make a statement there. Jump a nun, jump a jack. Ooh. Jump for fun, jump back. I mean, the, the lyrics are hilarious, but I actually think this is an okay song. Like, it has a pace to it, which is fun. Like, that riff mm. groove thing in the verses, where it's like, yeah, which it is, is great. Good fun. There's the horns and the, the additional drums. So, first okay song, I think. Yeah. I actually think my 51 might be out as well, because I just used Control-F and typed in jump. 
Mm-hmm. There's bits where it says jump times eight and jump times 12. Oh, so you got to add them so up as actually, well. So actually, there might be more than 51 jumps. Wow. That's crazy. Jump a nut. See what you got a pumpkin in your pants. You got a pumpkin in your <laughs> we pants. Could, we could be here all day. <laughs> I know. If you just want to pick random lyrics, like it, it, it gets weird. All right, what's next? Why Don't You Love Me, a Hank Williams cover. Oh, is this their first cover? Yeah. First of many covers. First of many covers. Of many this covers. early period was was cover heavy. I think that's okay, though. There's at least one, if not two, on every album. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, is it to great avail? I don't no, think so. No, it is not good. It's, I've just written it. The, really uh, the weird acoustic sound is back for this song. Yeah. Um, but there's some more horse, horns and strings and like a slide guitar. Mm-hmm. I've put it so repetitive, feels like six minutes long. How long is it? Three and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really boring. It's just dull. Yeah. Not much about this one either. Nah. Um, I don't know about the original. No, so maybe... Perhaps the original's nice. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, not much to say on that song. But yeah, not much, because no. again, obviously it's a cover, which is fine, but it was just, it was a bit boring. Oh, I know what we're going to talk about with this next oh, song. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so Green Heaven. Track number six. I feel like is their first sort of political... Yes, yes, it is actually. Yes, yeah. I've got that here as well. Yeah, so I've it's got a little bio on this one as well. It's kind of like a slow jam. This song with some some guitar licks, because this was on their their demo as well. This was a demo track too. Oh, was it now? Okay, um, okay. So there's the demo version and then this version. Uh, it was written by Hillel Slovak and Jack Irons. Demo <laughs> two members that have left. <laughs> yeah, demo version was recorded in 1983. And released in the Out in LA compilation album once again in 2003. On the intro of the demo version, Slovak uses a vocoder to create an effect on his vocals. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. He he obviously did a bit of singing, which nice. No one does in this one. So. No, uh, he's doing his bad rap impression again. Nice. The lyrics are pretty cringeworthy. Yeah, they're he's... definitely just pointing out things that are wrong with yeah the time and the. And, and the the US at that point. I've got it's got a heavy bridge which they should have focused on, and then into some lyrics that are actually about something, mm-hmm. the police brutality. Yeah, but he's done it. <laughs> it's still in an Anthony Kiedis way. He's so close. I mean, <laughs> I've got the line, isn't it? Bitching seeing dead men in ditches. That's not good. I see what you're trying to <laughs> you're do, trying. but you're you're just not quite getting it. Not quite getting it. Um, you can just imagine him doing it in that style as well. Isn't it bitching seeing dead men in ditches? Yeah, yeah, I know. Friend, foe, or bro? What? That's what the does question. that mean? That's the question, Cameron. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Well, we and, um, also have to bring up... We do. The dolphins. The dolphins. This is something that we noticed very quickly. In this album and the next couple... Anthony Kiedis loves dolphins. He's obsessed. He's so jealous. So the verse is, there's a couple of them. So diviner than a dolphin, that there is none, because dolphins just like to have a lot of fun. Uh, No one tells them how their life is run, and no one points at them with a gun. Can you imagine putting that in a song? Oh, guys, I've got a song about police brutality. Oh, wow, yeah, that's that's really great. Where are you going to go with it? (laughs) Well, I've got this verse about dolphins. He's got two. It goes on. And they have a lot of love for every living creature. The smile of a dolphin is a built-in feature. (laughs) They be moving in schools, but everyone's the teacher. Someday, Mr. Dolphin, I know I'm going to meet (laughs) you. And then the next line after that is, Back to the land of the policeman. Oh, fuck's sake. Like, uh, I just wanted to just take a quick snap. break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we've just taken a break from, from here just to say how amazing dolphins have it. <laughs> However, 
back to the land of the policeman. <laughs> well, back to the, the point of the song. It's like he's been sitting there going, guys, can I do my dolphin bit in the song? No, yeah. Anthony, no, you're not doing it. The song like, is really heavy, though. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll tell you something. You you can have one song where you talk about dolphins, okay? One song. So choose it now, and and then we'll we'll stick with it, no matter what it is. He goes, cool. I'm gonna put it in uh, Green Heaven, the police brutality song, please. Yeah, oh. and they've all got. Oh god, oh god. Oh. It's like he lost a bet or something. Like they, the rest of the band have lost a bet, and he's yeah. he's now writing about <laughs> dolphins. Uh, so he loves dolphins and they will show up again. Yep. Uh, and one's a porpoise as well, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the f- the family that the dolphin comes from. Yeah, they're like it? cousins or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Very, very out of place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really, really strange. Apparently they just have the best quality of life. They do. They've got a built-in yeah. smile. Exactly. Yeah, that is true. Dolphins are quite cute. They are. But yeah. I mean, do you feel the need to write songs no. about them? No, I, I don't think about <laughs> dolphins very often. Clearly he does. Exactly. But no, I don't think about dolphins that often. Uh, obviously, listener, if you do listen, uh, think about dolphins, please let us know. Maybe that's his coping mechanism and we'll for adjust. the kind of the, the political the horrors climate. of the world. Yeah. yeah. Looks yeah. up a picture of a dolphin. Yeah. Ah, they've got it so good. I wish I was. I know I'm going to meet you one day, Mr. Yeah. Dolphin. Right. Anyway. Let's play one. Yes. Track seven, Mommy, Where's Daddy? I wrote, the less said about this song, the better. Yeah, this is, it features a female vocal. Do we know who that person is? Yeah, it's Gwen Dickey of the band Rose Royce. Cool. There's big horns, there's a big sax solo, which is Mm -hmm. super repetitive. The guitar and bass in the ending is okay once the singing is stopped. But (laughs) um, Kiedis and Gwen Dickey Mm -hmm. take on the role of daughter and and father. All right, yeah. Um, it's really fucking weird. It is really weird. Yeah. Well, I said the better, I think. Yeah, again, yeah. Yeah. Should we move on to Out in LA? Let's just move Which, away. Move I, away from Mummy Where's Daddy. Is one of the first mentions of LA slash California? Yeah. Yeah. Which yep, is definitely going to come up again. That comes all the time. I just put, at this point, the album has fallen on its arse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's... This has, I think this song has my favourite line in the whole album. Let me see if I can guess it. Let me, <laughs> let me see. There's a little uh, bit about this album as well that can be read. Yeah, I've, I've got um... two lines. My first line is not my favourite, but it's like a cum on a thumb. Pop and hump, 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 pop out. Where even is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he's singing about there. Yeah. But that's not my favourite line. Oh, your favourite line is, Oom Chucka Willie <laughs> knew the balls to pop, but he never met the tree, so he can never be bopped out hop. <laughs> That's your favourite. It's got to be. <laughs> um chucka willy knew yeah. the balls to pop. What the I just, fuck? I just wrote um chucka willy for life. <laughs> a, that was one of my um chucka willy for life. Um, <laughs> the action never stops. I'm as wild as can be because I'm shooting for the top and my best friend is flea. Um ah. chucka, um chucka willy knew the balls to pop, but he never met the tree, so he never be bopped out. Hop. I'm getting that. On I don't t- know how that. Fits. I'm getting that on a tattoo, man. I don't know how that fits in the verse. <laughs> that last line seems a bit out of place, but yeah. Umchaka Willie do the balls to pop. What the hell? Is there anything about Umchaka Willie? So, so this is the oh, first song the band ever wrote. No, this is the first song the band oh, ever wrote God. with the original band members. A demo version was recorded in 1983, of course, and released in the Out in LA compilation album. The version that appears on the demo was recorded with the originals, and the moment of the album was not. That's the only difference. Between yeah, them. I mean, he's it's so stupid, and he's doing his his impersonation of. Of, of black artists again and it's just not yeah it's really strange. Thing and it's just not great because like things like LA is the place sets my mind ablaze for me it's a race through a cotton picking maze 
Yeah. And it's just not. And I, I feel, you know, I feel kind of bad that all we've done is focus on Anthony Kiedis this whole well, that's time. That's all the band does. But like the instrumental, trust me, there's not that much to speak about. Unfortunately, like they haven't yeah. really come into their own. They haven't really finalized that sound yet, and 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 kind of polished it up. It's it's fairly kind of loose and all over the place, mm. and. Uh, kind of incoherent at times. Yeah. But yeah. what you can hear quite is loudly and clearly, uh, Anthony Kiedis being an idiot. Uh, that's true. Also, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Obviously there's lots of potential because the band are all great. You know, we yeah. know Flea is a great player mm-hmm. in retrospect. Yeah. So you can kind of pick out, oh yeah, there are moments where they're they're trying something and it. it's almost working. Yeah. But uh, Kiedis just drowns everything out. Yeah. I mean, th- this seems like the... This is like the intro introducing the band. Mm. You know, this is like you're talking about. You're actually mentioning members, like mentioning Flea. Yeah. And um, there's a little bit here now that I told you a little something about Flea, a little something about the tree, a little something about me. Oh, like, okay. okay, great. Um, I can't leave you hanging, but my man named Shermsy. Oh yeah. He swings the yang, he bangs the yang, and now it's time to hear him do his playing. Oh, so that's a guitarist? You better be burning Sherman. What does he have to say about Cliff? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> no mention No mention of the drummer, no mention of Cliff at all. Um, he doesn't talk about Cliff that's for so some funny. reason. I don't know if they, I don't know if Cliff's just boring. Just didn't make the cut, maybe. Just didn't have enough I don't time. Know. Not enough. No, maybe it's not much of it. Sorry, Cliff, we're going to have to cut your verse. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, well, it was three hours long because you're so interesting. So, yeah. yeah. So no, nothing nah. about it. So you talk about Flea a little bit. He's his best friend or whatever. Yeah. Talk about him or whatever. And then nothing about yeah. <laughs> about poor, poor Cliff. So the next three tracks, I feel like we can kind of race through. I've really not written much about them at all. There's only two left. Oh, I've got Police Helicopter. You always sing the same and Grandpappy to Plenty. Oh, I think I put Police Helicopter and you always sing the same together. Ah, because you always sing the same is not a song. Uh, yes, probably. Right, okay. Yeah. So we're, we're probably going to, yeah, these last three are yeah. not much to, to speak about. Number mm-hmm. nine, Police Helicopter. It's like the punkiest moment of the album. Yeah, it's sort of Fight the Man. But it's like, tune. it's not deep at all. No. Uh, it was also on the the demo. Oh, great. So there's actually a bit, because Anthony Kiedis has a book. Yes. New Scar Tissue. I have book. it. I have it. It's been hidden away in the back of my cupboard <laughs> oh, for a while. <laughs> so he talks about when he wrote this song, uh, which is about the road that he lived on in a bad part of town. There's lots of drugs being sold by um, mafia, okay. and then obviously constantly just LAPD helicopters, just obviously just doing things. So there's a little quote here from him in Scar Tissue. He recalled one day I got a glimpse of Gill's notebook, Andy Gill from Gang of Four, who yes. produced the album. And next to the song "Police Helicopter," he'd written "shit," <laughs> just the word "shit." So even the guy who produced it just <laughs> thought this song was shit. Um, I was demolished that he had dismissed this as shit. Police helicopter was a jewel in our crown. It embodied the spirit of who we were, which was this kinetic, stabbing, angular, shocking assault force of sound and energy. Reading his notes probably sealed the deal in our minds that, okay, now we're working with the enemy. It became very much him against us, especially Flea and me. It became a real battle to make the record. Wow. So there you go. Oh, well, that'll be why they didn't work with him again. Too it honest. Would, yeah, it would seem. Yeah, it would seem like it. So <laughs> imagine, again, imagine again, just coming across your producer's notebook. Oh, he thinks it's shit. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, again, there's not many lyrics. No. Um, I can see where he's coming from because obviously this is obviously means a lot to him. Being sure, you know, very like an autobiographical song or whatever. But also, you've only put 
one, two, three, four verses in it. They're only two lines each. So clearly it's... And it's like a, it's like a minute and a half. It's like really short, right? I know. So you, only put, you didn't even put two minutes into it. But yeah. I mean, but look, if that's how he feels about it. Fair enough. Fake, you, you, know, you, you can't take that away from him. So speaking um, of deep songs... Oh, yeah. Track number 10, you always sing the same. You always sing, you always sing the, you always sing the same. Yes, that's, that's the lyrics. Those are the whole lyrics, yeah. all of them. Yeah, it's, uh, I've put an attempt at humour. Oh, was it? I think so. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember anything about it. Get it? Because you always sing the same and he always, he just sings the same lines. Like, mm, I well, guess. Maybe that was... Uh, Tundra, you know? Yeah, maybe that was... Flipping it on the head. That was for Gil. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Right, and then the last, the last track... What's it called, Cameron? Uh, I wrote Grandpappy Do Puppy. <laughs> it is not called Grandpappy Do Puppy. Might as well be. Arguably a better name. Yeah. I've put Instrumental, A Blessing. Oh, harsh. Ian. Damn. Uh, 11th and final track. Yeah. Uh, completely instrimental and a distinctive lighter sound compared to the rest of the album. Um, this do you want actually... to know what that translates to for me? What? Boring, Boring. and wanky as fuck. Oh, nice. <laughs> Um, you, <laughs> this song was written by Flea, Jack Sherman, and producer Andy Gill. Oh. Yeah. So it was meant to serve as a more emotional counterbalance to the crazy party songs that dominate the album, according to the, the wiki. It's oh, also, right. it's been their most performed song from the album in the past 25 years, being a mainstay on the One Hot Minute tour, where they would tend to play the song as an intro to give it away. After the album's release, the song was played on the 1984 tour, on the Freaky Styley tour, and then it was forgotten until it made its comeback in the One Hot Minute Tour. And it was also played a few times on Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic, and once with I'm With You. So there you go. Why is that song being played so much? What do you think about it? Uh, what did I write? I thought it was a live track. I said it feels like a live track. feels like one that's, you know, well, clearly it is. Yeah. You know, it does well as a live track, obviously. Um, so yeah, that's what I wrote. So obviously I should be a music producer. Yeah, exactly. You know... Right, that's the album then, I guess. That's it, yeah. What's your overall opinion on this Um, album? It was really just one song. (laughs) (laughs) It was was very, very samey. Yeah. Um, There was was a first album, I suppose. I mean, that's really really it, isn't it? Yeah. It was their first album. Yeah, Yeah. I've put there's maybe one good song on this album. The rest is forgettable or laughable. Um, Kiedis is already ruining things. Lee's kind of carrying this album. Because yeah. Sherman and Martinez don't do much to stand out at all. It's almost like they knew they weren't going to stick around. Yeah. They, but well, given the fact that he said that he hired them, mm-hmm. I suppose it's they could have been just session musicians anyway. Maybe they weren't actually that committed to it. Yeah. Fave song, worst song? Best track, Get Up and Jump. Okay. Just, it's the only moment that I think actually has anything decent on it. And worst track, Baby Appeal. Okay, so I actually wrote that my favourite song was Baby Appeal. <laughs> what? Because of the hip-hop vibes. No, really. Um, but the makes, lyrics. The yeah, lyrics. I, I think it makes no sense, but it was quite, you know, okay, quite, quite good. Um, but I did also write, I could easily swap this with almost any other song on the album. Right. And the worst song for me was Mummy Where's Daddy. Yeah. Because why the fuck? Had to be one of those two. So how did... Um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, the album, perform. How so, did it do for them? Did according they... to Wikipedia, mm-hmm. the band released their debut album in 1984. Airplay on college radio and MTV helped build a fan base. And the album sold 300,000 copies. That's... There's hope for anyone if that, <laughs> if that album can sell 300,000 copies. Um, I mean, I know it was the 80s and they probably was like, whoa, funk metal? What, what is this? What's this? Where's the metal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that's crazy. Well, uh, kind of, prop- they got a second album. They didn't they did. screw it that they much. Didn't stop there. So, shall we move on to Freaky's Diary? Yeah. When was this released? When are we? We are back oh, in. It was pretty quick after that. 1985. Yeah, almost a year. Yeah, May 1985. Oh, no, sorry. August 1985. Yeah, so the last recorded one was in May. Last one was August 10th. This is August 16th. Yeah. So happy birthday, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah. yeah. It's 40 minutes long. Yeah. This one was produced by George Clinton. Of Parliament Funkadelic, who's like an actual proper awesome musician. Yeah. And he also sang backing vocals on this. Yeah, very good. Parliament. Oh, Parliament. So good. So this one... Um, Who does it have? We've got certified we've... silver in the UK as well. Ooh, so this one obviously did, did quite well. Um, we've got Hillel Slovak. Yeah, he's back. Coming back for his studio debut. Jack Sherman was fired from the band. Oh, what? That's all it says. This is the last to feature Cliff Martinez. So we've still got Cliff on drums. So hopefully there's a little bit about him at some point in here too. Maybe. Um, I like that it's George Clinton as well because this album for me felt a bit more funky, a bit more, yes, you definitely. know, like, a bit crazier, a bit kind of more all over the place. And that's, I like that. I think they leaned into that well the, in this album. Yeah, the, the the kind of the additional instrumentation is a lot oh, tighter. So, yeah, and, so good. And the album definitely, say it benefits from it. I don't know if the songwriting can quite save it, but... No, again, this is like recurring point. Take Anthony away yeah. and it's great. It's really, really good. Really fun. You're kind of always, always moving to it. You know, almost every song you're moving about yeah. and you're really easy to kind of dance to and, and get get around and, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, it's definitely a, a huge step up from, from their first album, 100%. Yeah. Less hip-hop, more funk, yes. I feel, which you can't really go wrong yeah, with Yeah, it's definitely a step in the right direction. Yeah. Apparently the sessions benefited from Clinton's chemistry with the band but suffered from the band's drug use during recording. Mm, that's a bit, yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, that's probably always, not something sad. we'll get into too much. No, because I mean, it's kind of to say it's like a given. Yeah, I don't think anyone's surprised no, by but it. Um, I, f- I feel like we're we need this little bit of context just to yeah, keep us going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the music at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm not super interested in delving into people's personal no, lives I'm and not. their troubles and stuff no. like that. I don't, no, I, it's I not never am. The podcast no. that we want to be. No, but, definitely uh, not. Yeah, the music. We'll take the piss out of them all day. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> what do you think about the cover? Oh, the cover one? of this one, of course. Uh, it's oh, it's very hip-hop, isn't it? It's, it's just very, like, 80s hip-hop. But just, like, not imaginative in any way possible. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a bunch of people. It's just them jumping, and they've freeze-framed the jump, and they've kind of spliced it all over the album cover. It's just nothing. Yeah. But better. Again, better than the... Oh, do you think it's better than oh, uh, yeah, Freaky oh, Styler? Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that, whatever I that. could spill a pot of paint and it would be better than... <laughs> so yeah, so we, so we start with Jungle Man. Jungle Man. The first track, lead single as lead well. Lead single? Yeah, so this wow. is the lead single. Music video was made using footage from different live performances of the song, oh, which you know I don't like. That's a great um, cop out. <laughs> it was directed by Lindy Goats, who was the band's manager at the time. Mm. Uh, this track also appears on the compilation album What Hits?, even though it was written with guitarist Jack Sherman, why would, before, why would, would that disqualify it for being a hit? No, it says, oh no, no, sorry, there was a full <laughs> stop after what hits. Right. Um, even though it was written with guitarist Jack Sherman time before start recording the album, good grammar wiki, Hillel Slovak plays guitar on the album version uh, due to being him being fired in early 1985. So written by Jack Sherman, played by Hillel Slovak. Fair enough. 
Just Which the last album was pretty much the reverse of that. So it was, yeah. yeah so there you go. Kind of, he did his comeuppance. Swapping it up. Um, By so the yeah. third album, we'll actually get Hillel Slovak playing Hillel Slovak. That would be nice, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, so Jungle Man, what's, what's your thoughts on this song? I've, I've literally just written lyrics. Oh, have you? Yeah. The lyrics stand out that much to you? Yeah, I mean... Um, very basic. Um, yeah. More lyrics that just make no sense. Uh, I put one chorus too many. Just stop. No need to keep going. Yeah. About the song as a whole, I put the mixing is better, and that kind of applies to the rest of the of album course, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a much tighter sound, seems like a more tasteful approach. Uh, this song is fine. It's mm-hmm. boring at times, but the playing is okay. The end groove is the song at its best. Some some lyrics I liked. Deep inside the soul hole is the first line on this album. Yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, Monkey Sperm gets a shout out, which is oh, nice yeah. to see. Yep. And um, the, what the, the lyric, I am a jungle man, I get all the bush I can. Nice. We're off to a great start. Yep. I don't have any uh, Ben <laughs> any 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 lines that stand out to me. So track number two, yep, is Hollywood brackets, in brackets Africa, which is a, a cover by the Meters. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh yeah, I see that. Sorry, not by the Meters. It's a cover of the Meters. The Meters. Yep. Um, From their 1974 album Rejuvenation. No, oh, very good. This song would be okay if I didn't have to hear Kita say Brotherland. Oh yeah, fair. This song also got um. An extended dance mix and a dub mix. Why are they do so the no dub idea. club dance? We're doing yep. them all. We're hitting all the. I mean, I also put. I feel like a, a white guy shouldn't be singing <laughs> this many covers from black artists. Yeah, yeah, kind um, of as feels, he does. Yeah. But again, if you, I mean, if you look at that in context, though, he's this is their genre, and obviously, a lot of black artists at the time were doing funk. Yeah, and if they're trying to do funk, then mm. who better to do covers of by? But the, sure. the, but the people that are doing it all the time and doing it really, really well. But again, it's kind of like I know it's just you know what you you know what you're doing. Yeah. Your originals are quite funky. Just do another original. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why they need to do so many covers, honestly. Unless you just like it, maybe. But That's yeah, this fine. this song goes on forever. Yeah, I did put as long AF. <laughs> see. And it's easily a riff along song, and it does seem quite easy to cover. Track number three, American Ghost Dance. Should we do the Should we do the lyrics? The, the chorus. Yeah, how does it go again? American Ghost Dance. Brilliant. So clever. Brilliant. He's doing his rap impression again. The chorus is just goofy. It's just so goofy. American Ghost Dance. So this song is about the atrocities committed against the Native American people. Do you want to hear how... Bring, bring light to it. Do you want to, like to hear how Kiedis sums it up? Nope. But we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> A genuine genocide... Oh, That's dear. truly insane. That is truly insane. I mean, way to you know, kind of bury in the lead there. <laughs> but then he says things uh, like a peaceful world from the white trash who killed as they came through these words dig deep. They offer no relief. God save the queen. I am an Indian chief. Oh, piss off. But like, no, you're not. It's like he gave up halfway through. He was trying to make a point. Yeah. And it was almost a racist point. And then yeah. he's like, and then whoa, he just, wait, whoa, what, is, what does anything mean? It's yeah, like, oh, let's just up. lean into the racist bit yeah. and say that you're an Native American chief. You're not. It's just, yeah, it's just really bizarre. Yeah. I, I, again, this is, uh, you're you're trying to make a point mm. and you're so close. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, yeah, but just so, so, so misguided in your approach to trying to make the point. Yeah, I think he thinks he's doing yeah. something, but unfortunately, again, he's just missing yeah. that point just a little bit. And the instrumental is okay but just repetitive and it's i get it's supposed to allow kiedis to shine but as we know that's that's a very rare occasion yeah 
Cover number two on the album. It is. And track number four. If You Want Me To Stay. Originally by Sly and Family Stone. Mm. I've just written, why are their covers always so much better than the original? Well, maybe because they're not the ones right. Maybe because he doesn't get to choose the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, I've put it's an interesting start with different sounding chords and a flow for them, but then that's because it's a cover. The song is good, the groove and the backing vocals are strong because it's a cover. Yeah. It's all I've written. Do you think that it's the rest of the band that are pushing the cover angle? Maybe. Are they like, we're sick of these weird please don't lyrics? Write, please don't write your own lyrics. Uh, we could do a cover if you want. Could be. So, should we? Uh, yeah, I've got nothing else to say about that. It's a cover. Uh, yeah. It's fine uh, and it's a cover. So. It's kind of, yeah. Five, Nevermind by Nirvana. Uh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> the song's just called Nevermind. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Uh, which came out like six years before the album, so. Yeah, and also the sixth song on their 1983 demo. <laughs> We're getting, this demo's, you know, ripe for pickings. It They're, is, yeah. yeah they've, they've obviously just really. Mining that <laughs> yeah. bit of gold there. Yeah, they yeah. are. So originally written in 1983 with the original lineup, a demo version was recorded that year, blah, blah, blah. The version that appears on the demo was recorded with Jack Irons and the one on the album is Cliff Martinez, obviously. Fair enough. Um, I've, the so first thing I've written about me, this song is, fuck me, the start of this song is not. I didn't finish is, my sentence. You didn't finish your thought. So I don't know if it's not good. Shall I go back and we'll listen to the start of this song? Just to remind me. Cool. Uh, this, the, the phrase I think I was looking for was, yeah, not good. Yes, I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's just wrap that sentence not, up with. It wasn't going to be good. bad. It wasn't, definitely wasn't going to be bad. It's not good. Yeah. Um, who do they call out? They call out some people in this. Oh, they call out all of the synth pop bands of the time. Well, saying they say, you, they, you don't need them because we're Red Hot Chili Peppers. The verses, never mind the British bands, never mind the synth funk bands, never mind the Wham Wham band, never mind Duran Duran. No. Because we're the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Never mind the soft sell shit. <laughs> That's strictly for the twits. <laughs> Never mind the men at work. Those tunes are for the jerks because we're the red hot chili peppers. And the last one is... I don't know if that argument makes sense. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. They're just calling out... They're different. You're a completely different band. I know, totally. You're not Never even mind them what they're doing. we're the red... Well, what, what are you trying to say? You're not competing with them. <laughs> yeah. uh, Never mind Hall and Oates. <gasps> Those guys are a couple of goats. Why? What? Never mind <laughs> the culture club. Oh. That jive, just one big club. Good stuff. Because we're the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, Rhyming club with club there. I they like did, that. yeah. Uh, and also, joke's on you, because as we all know, the English language likes to evolve. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're a goat now, yeah, you're the greatest yeah, of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So you've just called Hall & Oates a couple of greatest of all times. Well, that's, which that's is fair enough. Actually. Accurate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so unlucky. Why are you going after all I these bands? Know. They're not doing anything to you. Uh, yeah, this, um, what was the, the start of the song is like him doing a like <laughs> Is it him? I'm assuming so Yeah I don't have bit? the lyrics for that bit No, I don't, I don't know what he says them. Something about poo at one point Yeah, he does say something about poo actually Is it, are the lyrics not on Spotify? They will be does, we, uh, you, does it not give you that bit? Shall I do it in his impression? Oh, it is there Oh, excellent You're in the middle of June in summer 59 I was cool and I shut up game of poo And I was a lot that jumps like a bat That's how he does that whole Yeah, it's quite confusing What does he say about poo? Nothing. I think he shot a bad game of pool. Oh, and I was young, cool. He shot a game of pool. Now they call me the swan because I put my magic wand and I love the woman to death. So you only got one more. A buddy heart, act a mean rod, and knock you out with the right of lift. That's exactly. It's just how really, it was actually scarily 
accurate. Thank you. I don't pride myself. <laughs> Did you practice that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you sure? I'd forgotten the... I no, didn't well, even I finish suppose. my sentence. Yeah, you didn't even think about the actual sentence. Yeah. Uh, I've put the end in breakdown as fun, but the rest is rep- repetitive and in- instantly forgettable. I actually... Uh, so I, I wrote slander of all other bands. Presumably these bands did nothing to Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah. uh, pretty poor to come after Duran Duran like that. I know. Because, you know, we, we call it Duran Duran. Rhymed club with club. <laughs> and then I put dick. <laughs> uh, and then called Hollow Notes, goats, accurate. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's what I, I, I enjoyed that song because they, they paid... Yeah, appreciation. Paid appreciation to Hollywood <laughs> by accident. Um, so yeah, yeah, fair enough. The uh, the title track, Freaky Styly. Yeah, how I, long is this song? It's like, is it like six minutes long? Is no. It? Oh, is it longer? No. Oh, five. It's three minutes and thirty nine. Guess how long it originally was? Oh no, longer. No, oh, yeah. How long? Eight minutes and forty nine seconds. Uh, why of this? Imagine. Oh, no. Imagine that. So I've, what I've written about the song is it starts well with a, like a kind of a hard groove and the build is cool as well. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't go anywhere. There's no, no development. It's such a disappointment. It just does the same thing for, the, for four minutes almost. And it almost nine minutes. It was almost going to be eight minutes is insane. I just wrote exquisite lyrics. <laughs> Fuck them just to see the look on their face I've yep. written. Yeah. That's it. That's that four times. And then say it loud. I'm freaky style and I'm proud. And then go back to fuck them just to see the look on their face. Well, yeah. What a letdown of a song. I know. You think album, album track. You're yeah. thinking, oh, here we go. This is, this is like the one that they obviously like the most. Or uh, clearly they just like the name. Nah, I don't know. Track seven. It's a bit of a black eyed blonde. Yeah. Uh, did I quite like this one? What did you write about it, Cameron? Uh, I said, I don't think that the other members care that Anthony sings the most shit you've ever heard. They're having too much fun. Okay, so that sounds like a positive. I've put upbeat, the first use of like wah-wah, that kind of sound. That's what I'm saying, I think this song was quite fun. Kind of makes it sound more... Oh, I've put it kind of makes it sound even more generic. Oh no. Oh dear. Uh, what has Anthony got to say for himself? French electric sex, a cock-shocking swamp fox. Oh, and then this is the song with the like uhs and screeches. Please, please do your impression of the uh, the us and the screeches. Really, for no reason. So it's it's quite an energetic. (laughs) I've written. I don't know why I'm laughing at my own joke. I've written. It sounds like the worst theme to a cop show ever. Oh yeah, I can see that. It's the slap. It's the bass. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they're having fun. Yes, the band. And it, I would like to think that every now and then they're just laughing at him yeah. a little bit, but it seems harsh. But please, his best friend, so he wouldn't do that. No. Um, but yeah, the, the band are having fun. So they're think, just letting him do it. Do you think Kiedis is just like not in on the joke and they're all there like. Maybe. But this is like the longest joke in history at this point. I know. But like, what I don't get is like they have actual musicians who have like proved themselves in other bands producing them. Like, where yeah. are they in this situation? Yeah. Do you yeah. think they've just given up by this point? It's just like, I can only say no to so many ideas. So uh, I'll yeah. say no to the really bad ones and I'll let you do the just like kind of half bad ones. Mm. That's my guess. Yeah. This album could have been 10 times worse. Than or how, how many times you take it through the, um, look, we're paying you. Oh, maybe. So you're going to help us here by doing what we're paying maybe you Maybe they're for. just, yeah, maybe they, they're, they just don't trust producers now after um, Andy Gill wrote shit. It's I, like, I mean, we know what you've got written in your notebook. Yeah, we know what you're all about. 
Listen, you do what we want, man. We're paying you. And George is like, I really like this song. <laughs> I wish I wrote it. <laughs> What's this next song called? Oh, so this one is uh, The Brothers Cup. Ugh. It's pretty slow, but it also contains lyrics from a bass-only song, which was sung by <laughs> Flea's then-girlfriend, Nina. So the lyrics what? of the song contain parts of What It Is, a.k.a. Nina's song, okay. which is a song demoed by the band in 1983, it contained only bass and vocals. Oh, okay. So there you go. Oh, um, interesting. So let me see if I can find... Can I... I mean, the bass playing was good. Bass was good, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that, this song isn't that song. It contains <laughs> lyrics from that song. Great. It's doing his rap impression, which is mm. terrible. The chorus vocals are just mimicking the riff, which sounds really, really, really dated. Right, yeah. It works in some situations, but most of the time it just it feels lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Song feels forced for me. What are you saying to it? That's about it. That's all uh, you got. Yeah. 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 It's just slow. It's just it's it, it, it feels like since it was like Flea's girlfriend, they might have just gone, Look, this means a lot if you could intru- include some of her song that she wrote mm. in there. Can we do that? Yeah, okay, right, fine. We'll just... Yeah. Should we fire through the next couple? Battleship punk song. I just wrote it's blow. kind of it's it's whatever the last album what was the last one P- police helicopter yeah it's kind of this album's police helicopter without... um, all I wrote was blowjob park <laughs> what <laughs> I've forgotten that um, oh wait no that's no. the middle bit I've all, I put the productionist ranges but I'm guessing that's um I've written please stop please stop please stop so maybe that's what I'm referencing yeah there. it could be it's, in the, it's right in the middle blowjob park that's just all it says is it. Yeah, that's what the wiki says. That's the lyrics. I don't know if that's the oh, actual it lyrics. It says it twice. Nice. Blowjob Park. Put it, put it Blow job it. Park. Oh. So Spotify have the lyrics as Battleship. Battleship. Yeah. It's but it's definitely... Blowjob Park. For some reason. Anyway, so that's all I wrote about that. So let, uh, let, yeah, let please stop. Yeah. Number 10, Loving and Touching. This song is like 30 seconds long, something like uh, that. Yeah, 36 seconds. Yeah. I just wrote filler track. Yeah, I've put the trilogy of icky song names begins. Mm. So the uh, the next song... The middle part of the trilogy. Uh, <sighs> Catholic schoolgirls rule. Yeah. I just wrote, why? And there's a music video for this one, um, but it was removed from YouTube, um, I think. I put the music as, I, I said, I don't even want to talk about the music, but it's boring and predictable. Yeah, yeah. Sounds thin and weedy. It's just horrible. But like, the lyrics are despicable. So this is the 11th track from the album mm. despite not being released as a single a music video was made and directed by the band's longtime friend Dick Rude uh, <laughs> the video was only played on Playboy TV because of a nude scene and because it also featured a controversial scene of Anthony Kiedis singing from On a Cross oh fun um, <laughs> even though it was written with Jack Sherman type of, oh, whatever hold that I mean the, I've written down a line I don't even know if I want to say it well just Catholic school girls rule no I mean oh. the line is just how deep is my throat yeah, it's just wrong. No. The song's just wrong. And then maybe he's doing it to like kind of provoke, but like we all know what you're like, Anthony. Yeah, Davis, it's so still it's not good. Like, fuck off. Right, anyway, yeah. Uh, number 12. Sex, Sex rap. rap. The seventh song on the band's 1983 demo. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> we've ne- I think we've nearly completed the demo. I don't think there's many more. It's a long were... demo. Well, okay, yeah. fair enough. I don't think there's many more on the 1983 demo. <sighs> oh, I've put um, more blowjob references. Fab. Oh, no, there is. There's, yeah. there's 10 songs on the table. Uh, the production just seems to have gone down the toilet by this point as well. Like, I reckon... All of, the, all of the things I praised in the first half of the album, you know, kind of... Are, like, are it's a bit filler, but it's like, nah, it's still just like crap. It's like they gave yeah. up. 
Yeah, I said if you write a rap about sex and call it sex rap, <laughs> then it's the least sexy thing that you can do. <laughs> it's just this, this, the, yeah. the opposite of what you want. Thirty doody boys. Do you think you could do the whole thing if you had the lyrics? Uh, in a New Jersey accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty doody boys sitting on a. Oh, sitting on a curb. Sorry. Oh, thirty doody boys sitting on a curb, chopping and biping, eating dirty earthworms, and long comes Hoobie from thirty third and third. Saw the thirty doody boys sitting on a curb, chopping and biping, eating dirty earthworms. Boy was disturbed. <laughs> that was one breath as well. Wow, that and that Cameron's, was also unrehearsed. That was Cameron's cover of Thirty Dirty Birds. Thanks, guys. Yep, that is the whole song. And yeah, that's it. There's I've no instruments. It. There's no instrumentation. It's uh, it's just Anthony Kiedis doing a. I don't know. I should have tamed myself doing that yeah. as well to see if I could nail it on thirty six second. Head. It was, sorry, it wasn't even thirty six seconds. How long is that? I thought it was. It's fourteen seconds. Oh for, well, maybe I didn't nail that. Then. Yeah, yep. That's that's all we've got to say about thirty dirty birds. That's it. I'll just perform it, and that's. And then that's number it. fourteen, I guess another cover. Um, I suppose technically it's not the, yeah. the instrumentation doesn't exist but it's, it's a cover of the Dr. Zeus book Yertle the Turtle um, this song starts with a gentleman going look at that turtle go bro and uh, I had forgotten but I've now remembered since reading the wiki yes. as stated by Kiedis in his autobiography Scar Tissue the spoken lyrics at the beginning and throughout the song saying look at the turtle go bro were George Clinton's drug dealer who demanded debts be paid by Clinton. <laughs> Unable to repay the dealer, Clinton offered him a part in the album. There you go. There you go. He's that's forever it. on Yertle the Turtle. And that's it. Saying, look at the, the turtle, turtle go, bro. bro. That's fine. That yeah. to me is iconic. Yep. I've, I've put the instrumental is actually really good in this song. I, sure. I really like it. But the lyrics, why, why would you put these lyrics over such a good song? Well, but why, would, why do you need to copy a Dr. Seuss poem anyway? Exactly. Do you know uh, what? Yeah. At least there's no sex references. Also nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice to have a, a break from that. But it's long. It's uh, But it's, it's actually, like, minutes, it's actually so. like it would have been a great song. They just should have just put something not cringy or sex related over the top of it and not Dr. Seuss and it would have mm. been good. Yeah. Best track, worst track? My best track. It would have been Yertle the Turtle, but the lyrics are still annoying. Genuinely, the song I most enjoyed was 30 Dirty Boys. All right. Um, my uh, best track, they're all the same song. And worst Again. track, they're still all the same song. Uh, I put, uh, obviously, Catholic School Girl Rules for me. It's just wrong, isn't it? Uh, yeah. What do you yeah. think about the album as a whole? I mean, I guess we know what you think. Well, it's better. Yeah. It's oh, do you better. think it's better? Oh, it's better than the first one. However, still just not I, good. I actually think I might prefer the first one. Just, yeah? Yeah, it's just, whilst the mixing and playing seems improved at times, Kiedis is as woeful and at inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Kiedis is as woeful and inappropriate as ever. The songs also don't seem to stand out in any way. Yeah. At least on the first album, the weirdness and badness kind of help the songs be more memorable. This is just one blob of nothing. So many lyrics about blowjobs. Why did they wait to the end to entertain me? Okay. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's my thoughts on that album but yeah just another album in the books that didn't get them dropped from their label somehow mm-hmm. just shows you like to all those bands out there that are so stressed about oh god we've got to put out the absolute best album like this is our first album this is our second album god if we don't make this work then it's not going to happen for us should have been around in the 80s they were given record contracts to fucking idiots everyone yeah. anyone who can play an instrument you've got it there you go mate so Moving on to the third album. The Uplift Mofo Party Plan. Dun, dun, dun. I have said, is this a concept album? <laughs> have you? Yeah, because the concept in my mind 
and I would love to do an episode on what a concept album actually is mm-hmm. as well. Um, but I feel like albums that mention that they're in an album are are trying to do a thing. Oh, you do, know? do they mention this? I don't. Uh, so apparently, in this first song titled "Fight Like a Brave," here we are with the cultural appropriation again. Okay, uh, "Fight Like a Brave." Apparently, at some point, must mention that they're in an album. Interesting. Yeah, I'm here today to talk about the Uplift Mofo Party Plan, a plan <laughs> based on a band, a band based on a plan. Oh yeah. There shall be no slaves in the land of lands. It's a Hollywood jam. Nice. So that to me is like, okay, this is a thing we're doing. We're doing the Uplift Movo party plan. Yeah. Um, and I will refer back to that. Interesting. Okay. So I'm okay. not just saying that and going to leave it there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this, so this album was released on September 29th, 1987. Yeah. So they've waited a little bit. Yeah. They got another two years. They may have gone on. Did they go on tour? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Freaky Style Tour, I think, yeah. happened. So. And this album is the only album to feature all four founding members. Hooray! Hey, they're all here We've got last. Anthony, we've got Flea, we've got Hillel Slovak, and we've got drummer Jack Irons, Jack Irons back in the band. Good to see you. This is also the the last album with uh, Slovak before his death from a drug overdose in 1988. Oh, well, yeah. let's hope it's a good one. This was the... They did a thing with a band called Firehose. Oh, yeah. I, think I, don't, yeah. I don't know if it was a deliberate thing, but mm-hmm. it was released in the same year as the Firehose album. LF apostrophe N, I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. Uh, the first of three pairs of albums, the two released in the same year. Oh yeah, we have talked about that. Yeah. yeah. So this, so this happened like... two more times after this, will they release an album at the same time as um, Firehose. Firehose? Michael Beinhorn yes. produced this one. Who's he? Oh, uh, he is a producer. I'm sure he's done other things. It's called Gold in the US as well, this album. Wow. Composer, author, musician, record producer. Produced albums for Red Hot Chili Peppers, Soundgarden, Hole. Marilyn Manson. So who you got there? You got Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. Fine. Mm-hmm. Soundgarden. Good. Great. Hole. Not right. good. Because oh, yeah. she killed Kurt Cobain. Okay. And Marilyn Manson also not good. No, that's true. Jack Irons leaves in 1988. Yeah. And obviously Hillel Slovak passes away. The album is more revolved around hard funk and heavy metal. Obvious in songs such as Backwoods and Me and My Friends. Me and my, me and my, me and my, me and my, me and my friends. As Flea later stated in his biography, it's their rockiest album to date. Oh, I have it as the rockingest. Oh. The rockingest. Maybe it probably is the rockingest, actually. <laughs> probably closer. Sounds like what's we would Flea's, just make up a word. What's Flea's autobiography called? Maybe Wait. Flea on a Wall. It's <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> a good one. If it's not, we just uh, So yeah, so this, uh, we'll just get into it. Fight Like a Brave. Album cover. Oh, album Come cover. Come on, shit. album cover. Yeah, album cover's just more... It's another weird, it's like almost a, mosaic style. Yeah, it's, it's not... Not the best. Not anything. Not anything. Yeah, Fight Like a Brave. So this is where they, they talk about being in an album, which yeah. is good. Got another mention of Hollywood in there. Oh, right, yeah. Yep. It's definitely more rocking, I'll give them that. Rockingest. It's tighter again from mm-hmm. the last album. I feel like these guys have played together back in 1973. No. 83? Yes. What? You're talking about the Chili's? Yeah, sorry. 83, yeah. not 73. 83. <laughs> um, and so they're going to be tight. This is going to be like yeah. a, this is a nice reunion for yeah. them all. It's going to be like, oh, this is how it used to be. Mm-hmm. And then they're back. So we're, Yeah, we're starting to see the emergence of the kind of the stereotypical Chili sound mm-hmm. with like the big gang chants for a chorus and stuff like that. Yeah, there's plenty of that because I think Hillel Slovak does a quite a bit of singing. Ah, right. I okay. think I think he pops up as as backing vocal. Like this one, Fight Like a Brave has Flea and Hillel singing. Oh, does it? But I think that Hillel Slovak does sing quite a bit. Well, we know on the next album, their next guitarist definitely helps in the melodic he way. Does. So we'll see yeah. if we can notice that in this album as well. 
I put the guitar playing and stepped up. There's a big rock solo. It's a, it's like a perfectly fine opening to the album. Sounds like a single. It's fairly safe, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know if I can complain at that after what's come before. So, <laughs> Funky Crane. Yeah. What an intro. Robot voice. Yeah. I mean, I just put it's another riffy song, easy to cover. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, not yeah, very yeah. exciting. The riff in the chorus is cool. It's The production's 10 times better than it's than it's been. He says funk too many times and it becomes annoying fast, but like that's about my biggest gripe. Maybe about 26 times. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Just doing a quick count. So yeah, about three minutes long. Yeah, so but again, so, I mean, so far, like, okay. Alfred, yeah, it's, it's getting like, there. It's, all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it feels kind of... Like we're moving. I'd say natural. I think this album has the best first four songs that we've we've had so far. Yeah. I think the first four songs in this album are all they're fine. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Number three. Me You have to say it like that. It's very memorable opening. Yeah. There's a nice yeah. flea solo as well with the dong dong ding dong dong. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like he gets more of him. Yes. Yeah. It is definitely a rocky, and it's yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's got a good energy to it. Kidas doesn't seem to be imitating hip hop artists no. anymore, which is great. He's using his own voice, which yeah. suits the slightly heavier style. It um, does, doesn't it? It's a bit better. It does. It, yeah. yeah. If they'd leaned into rock a lot earlier, they maybe would have. They would have been a bit more bearable. Yeah. Apparently, this is their most popular of their older songs. Ah. It's the oldest song to be regularly played live. Supposedly, according to the wiki. I could see that. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I just wrote down, I don't see Anthony having a lot of friends. <laughs> but mostly just because I think he's probably quite a strange guy. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's probably quite weird. You know that meme where it's I like... I get that vibe from him. Where it's like the guy talking to the girl and she's like not interested. Uh-huh. She's just standing, her face is really blank. I can see that being Anthony Nikitas. Like you bump into him in like a, in like a pub or whatever, he's like... You know that dolphins have like a built-in <laughs> smile? Like, can you imagine having a built-in You know, us humans, we're just, oh, and then yeah. just going on a rant and just not being interested. I can't interested. believe we didn't get any dolphin references on the last album. No, we didn't. It's a shame. They'll come back, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's how I imagine Anthony being. Like, yeah, well, I'm in, like, the, um, I'm in the Red Hots. You ever heard of the Red, <laughs> the Hots? Red Hots? Short for Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, you know, we, we yeah. go by the Red Hots. All our diehard fans call us the Red Hots because yeah. we've been around for And it's like, dude, just yeah. stop. I mean, the thing about the Red Hots is we have baby appeal. Yeah, like, you may not know what that means, but, like, if you know, you know. Yeah. And, like, the Red Hots, we have that. Like, we have baby appeal. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. That's... That was your... That was where your mind went. Yeah. During me and my, me, me and my, me and my friends. Me and my, me and my, me and my friends. Yeah. Yeah. So, number four, backwards. Yeah. Take me to your backwards. backwards now. Is that an innuendo? Yes. Well, definitely. Yeah. Almost definitely. Um... The slap bass is pretty prominent. Yes. There's a, is it a spoken bit? Uh, I, I can't remember. Because it's in italics in the lyrics here. Ah, that probably uh, does. Oh well, Mr. Uplift Mofo, my man bow diddly hit split in a bottle and nickel rip play the liggity split. But there's the mention of Mr. Uplift Mofo. So oh. definitely something going on. This is, a, this is something happening. Are they trying to organize a party? This is Mr. Uplift Mofo. This is his party plan. What? See? You see what I'm getting at here? Crazy. Uh, also, that little rap bit contains the, the lyrics, all you nitty gritty hicks will make your nipples ripple. Make mm. you want to dip your dipple. Make mm. you want to soak your hickory stick. Whatever that means. There's also references to early rock rock and roll figures as little well. Little Richard. It? Yeah. Uh, who was born to make them bitches stir. Bo Diddley showed up at one point. Bo Diddley, right at the start. So yeah. So that's, oh, Helen that's Wolf. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, the song's all right. It feels like a pattern starting to de- develop in their songwriting, though. For me, anyway, it's like With more respect. Bit of a funky riff, then big chanted chorus. Hey, oh, you're, you're back, back now. You know, that's it. That's kind of like. Yeah, I get that. Oh, this is a fun name for a song. Skinny sweaty man. I just wrote this is a this is a filler. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 I've got it's high track. energy, fucking weird lyrics slash vocal delivery. It kind of works in a funny, very Primus sounding mm. way. Are you familiar with Primus? No. Yeah, they're they're very odd. They're very kind of like noodly and odd. Okay. And like the guy from Primus sings like mm. that's how he sings. So okay. I think that's kind of what they're going for. Yeah. So I get I, it's I not in, the worst filler track I've ever heard them. No, do. it's not. Yeah. No, it's, it still has some sustenance to it in some in some way. But I, I wrote, um, "Who is the skinny sweaty man in the green suit? Is he coming to the plant? Is he coming to the party? Are we is drop, the, are we is dropping the in characters that are going to show up? Is Doctor Seuss coming because <gasps> uh, Doctor Seuss gets mentioned? Uh, he's, Again. A, he's a skinny sweaty man in his green suit, face to face with the man in the moon. His family doctor is Doctor Seuss. <laughs> if you catch him in your soup, please don't shoot." A skinny, sweaty man in his little suit. Is he talking about <sighs> Slender Man? Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe he, this Doesn't is the precursor. Too loud to give him on a freight. That, they should have put this song in the credits to the Slender Man game and film. People get upset. So, yeah, there's that. Um, I think the skinny <laughs> green man is, I think he's coming to the party. I think he's going to be there. Should we do an episode where we try and make concept albums out of albums that aren't? Concept albums. I once did a radio show where I pieced together lots of Moose Blood songs to make a story. Oh, did you? Yeah, nice. did. See, that, like, yeah me and my friend Lucy did that. Yeah, we did. We Maybe just, we should we make some songs, make our own concept album. Yeah, that our, would be fun. The lecture because it was at college when I was doing it, and we were doing it on their their show, and he was like, "You guys know you do a drive time show, and you can't just pick random songs to play that you want to. We have a playlist that you're supposed to follow." We were like, "Oh, okay." We didn't care. We you just did kept doing stuff like that. Sure. Yeah, we did a we did the drive time, whatever that meant. That's um, funny. college radio. Anyway, yeah. So we yeah, so we could do that. We can make concept <laughs> albums out of your producer was not pleased with you. Right. Here they come. <laughs> yes. Back again. In, behind in the sun. Track number six, behind the sun. Dolphins. The dolphins are back. <laughs> yes. So the band wanted this to be a single, however, the record label insisted on not releasing it. Eventually what? it ended up being released in nineteen ninety two to promote the compilation album What Hits and a music video was made using animated footage mixed with portions of the Higher Ground music video. Oh, what? Yeah. The song was never played live, however. The band once did a lip-synced version for a TV show and it has been released several times in the One Hot Minute tour and the, uh, the artwork for the single would have been... Is it a dolphin? A dolphin. Yes! It's literally just the Red Hot Chili Peppers logo in the top left, a dolphin in the middle, and the words, Behind the Sun. That's brilliant. That's what the album artwork That's why I like this song so been. much. Um, the most dolphin. It is the most dolphin heavy. The music video is like all drawings and like oh, yeah. artwork and oh, stuff, God, and they're all dancing around. Genius. So it's obviously just green screened or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there he is. Hat. Big I'm glad hat. he stopped hey, wearing a hat. there's dolphin! a dolphin. All the love hearts. Oh, that's cute. Floating around a dolphin and the Red Hot Chili Peppers logo and stuff. Oh, and they're topless. So that took 24 seconds for them to be topless. Wow. And it's just loads of dolphins. That's, Honestly, the man's obsessed. That's cool. Where is Where are the dolphin references? I don't know. They're just in there. What do you think about this song, aside from the dolphins? Oh, one day while bathing in the sea, my talking dolphin spoke to me. Literally the second line. Oh, fair yeah. enough. There you go. 
Is the party happening oh, behind the sun? <laughs> Could this be a clue? It's happening at night time. You can see Cameron was really invested in uh, this, this album this kept, by this point. This kept me going. To be fair, I think this was the third one in a row. We listened to these yeah. three in a row. Yeah, so I, don't, I was losing it at this I point. Your, your yeah, mind was I was, gone. And I just put always topless. Because they're, they're literally always, always topless. Cool. That's it. Yep. <laughs> I really like this song. I think it's dumb. Uh, yeah. It's really dumb and stupid. Bit fun, bit fun. Yeah. There's that fun bass slide, the do, 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 do. Yeah. And then it goes into that cheesy riff. The yep. he, I mean, the, the chorus just about works. Like yeah. It gets the job done. I'm assuming this is his first attempt at singing. I can't remember. What do you mean? It's singing. Like he's actually singing. Like behind the sun. He's not doing. Oh, he's not right. doing. Okay, like, yes, let's see. He's not doing this stupid rap ring thing. You know. Like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I can't even remember this. No, back to that song that I tried to do twenty minutes ago. But like, yeah, it's a bit of a Beatles influence. I'm assuming with the sun reference and the like, the sitar use and stuff like no, that. Oh, you and the sun is a clue <laughs> to the party the location yeah. of the party. It's happening at night. Yeah. Behind the sun. But anyway, I actually like this song. Yeah, it's like the first one song that I actually yeah. like. Yeah, I, think. I, I can understand that. That's yeah. good. And it contains dolphins. So yeah. what more could what you want? want? Yeah. So um, now we're on to a cover. Oh, first cover. Again, I mean, <sighs> cover of Subterranean Homesick Blues by Bob Dylan. And you're like, really? Oh, they absolutely butcher it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, this song is great. It's an absolutely yeah. brilliant, brilliant song. And then they covered it and it isn't it's just not so, no. so let's just move on from that i don't have anything else to say no i don't oh i, I did have I, stuff oh, I did. to say but oh. i said so bad why did they do this didn't anyone think to stop them <laughs> yeah that's fair enough should we talk about the title of the next song because there's a couple of different there's an original title and then they had to censor it yeah the this song was formerly called special secret song inside yes so you've was got the, that was the censored I think that's how we'll refer to it. Yeah, do you don't want to refer to it as... I don't... Um, it's, it is called Party on Your Pussy, <laughs> but let's just keep it special secret song inside. Yeah, I've... Do you know, I, I've written one line for this. I've just written no words. I've written less than that. Clearly I had two words. I wrote stop. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So next, moving on. <laughs> Number just, nine, so no chump love sucker. Yeah. What does that mean? She's a witch, a bona fide boar. What's more, she snores. Oh, at least, at least he didn't go down the slightly... Yeah. You know, I could have went down a worse route. Um, where are the rhyming couples? <laughs> I think he's a guy who likes slam poetry. <laughs> and then I wrote, I feel like if you went to see this and you were really drunk, it would be great. The groove is fun. The lyrics are horrible. Cows lie. Yes, it's time to resist. How did I ever get into this? Uh, yeah, oh, I don't know. God, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah This I think this album is sadly taking like a cliff it's, dive, isn't it's it? It's a downhill turn for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, what we got? Walking down, walking on down the road, sorry. Here we go. Oh, God, right. You have to walk to the party, <laughs> all right? So, and if the streets are gold, yeah. then are you going the wrong way? Well, I'm walking on down the road, but it can't be heaven because the streets aren't gold. And everyone knows what Bobby D was told. I'm walking down the road. Oh, okay. So everyone knows that the streets aren't gold. Yeah. So if there's gold on the street that you're walking down to get to the Upload Mofo party, uh-huh. you're going the wrong way. Oh. And you should have known what Bobby D was told. So you need to find out about Bobby D, who is Bobby D, what was he told, and then you'll, you'll be one step closer. So there's all these clues leading you to the, mm-hmm. the party. Yeah. Like, how did you not pick up on this? don't know. I was, just, I was just overwhelmed by the menace of this song. <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. Uh, after an okay bass riff, 
chorus has decent enough instrumental as well, but like it's just meh. Everything else, not catchy, not cringy, not icky, just boring. Filler by the the numbers. Red hots, classic red hots. Yeah, filler. Comment on this one, apparently. Oh, on the on the wiki. Yeah, awesome. Who's that left by? A fandom user. Oh, good stuff. Really, they felt everyone knows what Bobby D was told. Number eleven. Does this reference the like last three tracks? Or the, the three-track run on the last album, Love Trilogy is the name of this song. Could be a love trilogy. Yeah. I said at least it was dynamic, so it had a change of tempo. Yep, got like an almost police-esque opening, you know? All right, uh-huh. That kind of like spacey mm-hmm. vibe to it. Yeah, I like that. There's a good guitar bass groove. Yeah, I, I feel like Hillel, Slovak and Flea, they get on well. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they are good together. Yeah. It's nice when the instrumentals are yeah. good. Because you are really just clinging on to that. What You're the clinging li- on. What are the lyrics on this song? Because I feel like they're not... Um, my I've love written... comes and when it does, it's a crazy kind of selective affection. My love flows like a wise guy's tie. Oh, yeah. That's... Zaniest of directions. My love can be a bigger than a the Hoover Dam. Which is really big. Yeah. Yeah. My love is the Zulu groove. My love is Koopa Loop move. My love is a lightning blues. My love is the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> the pussy juice. <laughs> So bad. <laughs> my love is the skin on my flute. Oh, wonderful that's about. Mm. My love for an unknown grubby bum. My love for the baby sucking on his thumb. My love for the best set of buns. My love for the feel of the drums. <laughs> Finally. Cliff? Finally. Oh, no. The drums get a mention. Oh, it's Jack though, isn't it? It's Jack. It's Jack <laughs> yeah, so now that Cliff's gone, yeah, I don't think he liked Cliff. So yeah. My I, love you know, for geez. the legs. I, we could do this all day. My love for the legs that I spread. My love for the fat, fat natty dread. <laughs> Whatever that means. Jeez. Again. Just leave him be. Just oh, leave him be. My love is my toes in the sand. My love is my dick in my hand. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. We now know what you love. And now we're on to the last, the last one. We did it. Yeah, number 12. Organic anti-beatbox band. Yep. Now, I put on here... He says the title of the album. Exactly, Ooh. right? So, this is it. This is the party happening now. Oh, okay, okay, right? cool. Right. Because, welcome, my friends, to my thoughts of when the Facts City... Four, we're four young men. The time has come. Now we jam with the Uplift Mofo Party Plan. We're the organic anti-beatbox band. So there's another Introduce the Band song, quite yeah. strange. I don't know. Uh, one comes from the Holy Land. Right. Because um, Hillel Slovak is from, yeah, Israel. Well, I was right in my head. It was Israel. So he's from Israel. Okay. So he's from, quote, unquote, the Holy Land. Another born an Australian. Flea. Because Flea's Australian. Yeah. Me. I'm from Michigan. <laughs> uh, but Hollywood is the land of lands. It's a Hollywood jam. Hollywood Guess who doesn't get a mention there? Jack Iron. The drummer again. No mention of the drummer. You're talking about where everyone's from. He's from Michigan. The most LA band in the world. Oh, yeah. And none of them are from California. Australia, Michigan. Israel. <laughs> Wherever Jack Irons is from. Actually, I think Jack Irons might be the only one actually from California. No. Now he doesn't get a look in. Yeah, he's the only one from California. Jack Irons was literally born in LA. Brilliant. And he's the only one who doesn't get a look in with it <laughs> so being strange. an actual Hollywood jam. So yeah, life is grand in the lands of lands. The mind boggles, the mind expands. The Anarchy Four have mannered their craft. Get on your knees and shake your ass to the jam that is. It says, <laughs> there's a party in my town at 12 o'clock. Uh-huh. We've got the time. We've got... You know who's playing. We know how to get in. We need to find Bobby D and find out what he was told and follow a not gold path. It's happening at night, so 12 is clearly midnight because mm-hmm. it's behind the sun. 
Or it could be afternoon, to be fair, because you're then behind the sun anyway. So, have, have we completed? Is this the party? This done is it. Now? The party's happening. Nice. In this last song, the party is happening. We did it. I said, finally, the party happens. It sounded shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that was it. <laughs> All of that build up for this. Well, I'm sure someone enjoyed it. Yeah. Someone enjoyed um, it. It opens okay. This sounds similar to what's come before, though. <laughs> Like that's, I think I'm just tired by this point. Yeah, <laughs> we, we were doing, yeah, it was and then a I, real and then slog. I've said it, he says the title of the album and then Go Hollywood Yay, that's all I've written. Go Hollywood Yay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously I wasn't that very impressed with it. But that is the album, that is the Uplift Mofo party plan. Yeah, the plan was carried off perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, best track, worst track? Best track, obviously behind the sun. Yeah, it was for me too. Yeah. yeah. And the, the worst track... It's Obviously, special was secret special song. secret song and say we are yeah. completely in sync with that. Same, one. same. What page, do you yeah. What do you think about this album as a whole or this concept album? Nah, that created not that. Not no, that nah, not really. I think this might be their best one so far. It's, yeah, I mean that, that's the thing. None of these are good. Yeah, so but they're so better t- than they're, what, they're getting better each time. Tell me what you think of it, and then tell me what you think of it in context, because it's two very different things, right? Um, I, I mean, yeah, it's better in context. It's it's better because yeah. it's. On its own, it's not that great because it's no. got some very questionable songs, and also, but I like the idea of it being a concept <laughs> album. Yeah. So I think that helped me get through it. So if you think about it as like a bigger thing, there's a bigger picture so, going yeah. on. I wonder what other yes. coping mechanisms Cameron's going to come up with later. Yeah, on. <laughs> there's going to need to be <laughs> some. That. Um, <laughs> they, the yeah, they seem to have realised that Flea is the most talented member on this album. Like, yeah, because he like takes his place rightfully at the forefront of most of these songs. Mm-hmm. To say this album is, uh, I read somewhere that they were influenced more by reggae and heavy rock on this album. Mm. Like that's half true in the extreme. About 30 seconds of this is reggae yeah. at most. Yeah. Um, but there's a bit more rock to be fair. It is their rockingest album. It is their rockingest album. Thank you, Flea, for that new word. The writing and production is far more polished, leading to one song which I actually think is good. Mm-hmm. But there's a bunch that doesn't need to be on this track list. And some stagnation in songs, you know, they're just doing the same thing over and over yeah. for like four yeah. minutes straight. They're better and less offensive at times, but they don't quite have the catchiness to make them stand out, really. That's what I think about Uplift Mofo Party Plan. And I think we might just have to call that episode there. Yes. We did say we were going to do Mother's Milk, but we we had originally planned to split this into four parts, split over the four weeks yeah. that we've got left of, you know, off weeks for the podcast. Mm-hmm. proper if we need to do five parts we can just release one of them on a weekend oh it's so not a weekend or a friday or something like that of the same week it's yes. my idea that was part one of the uh, red hot chili peppers are a dead scene yes. discography listen through special Oof, that's a mouthful it's not going to be called that that's no, just my no, explanation but yes, i like it. it you have stuck with us so thank you again we listened so you don't have to but do feel free to go and listen to these albums if you want to hear and let us know what you think some of the terrible stuff to, we've talked about some yeah. of the okay bits if you want to pick out those wee gems we want to open up this discussion because Jimmy, if you yeah. are a red hot fan then we want to hear that we want to hear well wait a minute you missed the point where they did this they yeah. did that let us know that's the whole point maybe we uh, at the end of this we'll do a playlist with all of the good songs um yeah i've got three minutes to write that so yeah, yeah. that's fine anyway uh next week what's next week so next week is on the actual podcast on the actual show back to the show is halloween spooky halloween Halloween. and then we'll be back with the rest of the the week week in in two weeks time we'll be bringing you part two with definitely mother's milk definitely blood sugar sex magic blood sugar magic most likely magic one hot minute 
and one hominid. We'll promise you those ones. Yes. We'll see what happens. But thank you very much. And we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.